G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Foundations. And they sat face to face and had a conversation. And he says, next year, this time, your wife's going to have a child. And remember, she she laughed. He said, why was Sarah <laughs> laughing? I, I didn't laugh. Yeah, that's right. They were, he was having lunch. He was having lunch with God. Foundations. Understanding the Jewish foundations of our Christian faith. With Robbo Robinson and Mandy Warby. been looking at the person of Christ for some time through this series, learning when he came and how he came. We've learned about the significance of his name and the opposition of the Jewish leaders regarding the concept of God having a son. But what about God taking on the form of a human being? How does that concept look through a Jewish lens? Yeah, because we've been learning about the way uh, God determined for his son to come to earth to begin his mission. Um, and, and, and God actually told them in in Isaiah 7, I'm coming, and it's going to be a miraculous conception. God here, God with you. Mm-hmm. And then in, in Isaiah 9, he goes, here's the boy he's going to raise to become a great king, a wonderful counselor, and be mighty God. And eternal all that we, eternal father, you know, he's, he's not being unambiguous. He's being pretty clear about mm. what he's going to do. But what about consolidating this idea of taking on the form of a human being? Okay, so the very first um, time that we learn about maybe what God might look like actually is, goes all the way back to Eden. Yeah, so in Genesis one twenty six, God said, let's make man in our image according to our likeness. So obviously God is saying they have a likeness. Mm, yeah, that's right. Yeah, so you, you can't just say that he's a, he's a mystical nothing. Mm-hmm. There's some kind of a likeness there. Okay, so God made human beings in that particular image and likeness. Yeah. Now, the Hebrew word used there for image is tselem, and it means resemblance. And the Hebrew word for likeness is demut, and it means something that's concrete, uh, modeled after like a shape, a manner, a similitude, after the same fashion is what that means. Mm. So in Jewish thought, there are there's two basic views on whether or not God can take physical form. Now, Maimonides was a Spanish Jewish philosopher in the 12th century, and he was totally, totally categorically opposed to the very even remote possibility that God could take any kind of human form. He believed that God is spirit only and is utterly without substance or form. Now, that's one extreme. Mm. Now, he took that position because he also used to debate Christians back then and he would have to take the opposing view because if you give ground to that he could, then mm. maybe yeah, Jesus right. is. Yeah. And you, you can't do that if you're, a, <laughs> if you're an Orthodox Jew, at least not at the moment. Okay, so th- then there is the other extreme held by a lot of Jewish philosophers that says that the Torah and the Jewish Bible speak of God revealing himself in human form then it must be true that God has hands, feet, a voice, wings, and a back and a face as well Mm. because God is described of having those things. Well, there are plenty of descriptions, aren't there, in the Old Covenant of God's characteristics? Absolutely heaps of them. Genesis 3 is one of these encounters where suddenly human beings are interacting with God. 
Yeah, well, you've got Adam and Eve in the garden. Yeah. And it says in Genesis 3.8 that uh, they heard the sound of the Lord walking in the garden in the cool of the day and that they hid themselves from the presence of the Lord. So, you know, obviously if they can hear him walking, it's not a spirit that's just sort of you know, hovering like a mist through the garden, exactly. is it? Exactly. So, well, I mean, the argument there is, yeah, but it says that they hid from his presence. Mm-hmm. I say, okay, well, does the presence actually make the sound of footprints? <laughs> I mean, you know, so, okay, let's just say, okay, well, maybe that one we could sort of debate over. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there is another one. There's another one in Exodus. Yeah, well, this is an interesting one uh, where Moses is asking God to reveal himself to him. And I guess Moses had an incredibly intimate relationship with God. Do you know what I've loved? I hope God has video replay of this because I'd really (laughs) like to see this. It's a pretty amazing story. But we read it in Exodus Exodus 33, uh, verses 21 to 33. uh, But a couple of the verses from there, it says, Then the Lord said, Behold, there's a place by me, and you shall stand there on the rock, and it will come about while my glory is passing by, that I'll put you in the cleft of the rock, and cover you with my hand until I've passed by. Then I'll take my hand away, and you shall see my back, but my face shall not be seen. So was it a physical rock that Moses was hiding in? Mm. Um, was it a mystical rock? Was it? A, and if it was just mystical, why did he have to turn away? Why did God have to put his hand? Oh, hang on, if it wasn't a hand, what was it? Mm. We're talking about some physical stuff here. So for all intents and purposes, Moses was hidden physically in the cleft of a rock, and God put his hand physically in front of him and then took it away just as he passed by so that he could see his back. So this, we know he's got a hand, a back, and a face. And a face, that's right. We know that that, there's that. But there is also another uh, story, and it's one of the most amazing stories, and yet it's head-scratching that this encounter actually happened, and it was with Abraham. That's right. Well, it's uh, found in Genesis 18 where the Lord appeared to Abraham, it says, by the oaks of Mamre while he was sitting at the tent door in the heat of the day. So, of course, it's God and two others. So there was two angels that came uh, with him, and they had a meal together, and they had a conversation. Yeah. Now, what's really interesting is that the word there for when it says, now the Lord appeared, the word in the Hebrew is actually yod heh vav which is, well, we wrongly say it as Jehovah, but it's Yahuwah. This is God. This is not a representative. It's not an angel. This is God, the existing one, the self-existent, eternal. This is God right here. And they have physical lunch together. Yeah, that's right. And they looked like men. Mm -hmm. And they sat face to face and had a conversation. And and then, you know, he says, next year, this time, your wife's going to have a child. And remember, she she laughed and said, why was Sarah (laughs) laughing? I I didn't laugh. Yeah, that's right. He was having lunch. He was having Mm. lunch with God. It's pretty amazing. Isn't that amazing? And then they have this conversation as the two angels go off down to Sodom and Gomorrah. And God says, will I share with Abraham what I'm going to do? And then they have a conversation. And and Abraham says, what if there's 50 righteous in the city Mm. or 45 or 40? This is a conversation with God face to face. Is that not remarkable? Mm. So God revealed himself. So when they say, when the critics say, no, 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 God is only ever spiritual, that he cannot be physical, that is like saying that the God of all the physical universe around us can't himself be physical if he chose to. Mm. He chose to interact with Moses. He chose to interact and have a conversation with Abraham. He chose to walk in the cool of the evening in the Garden of Eden with Adam and Eve. 
And then he wanted to come back and be with his people. I want to be with you, God with you. Yeah. I'm coming back. That's right. And it's going to be miraculous. I'm not going to, and, and the child born is not going to have a biological father because it's going to be me. So why is it an impossibility? Because God has presented himself in physical form, just like those times we refer to in Scripture. And as we've read, the idea that God would become human to bridge this gap made by our sin. We, he was perfect in Eden and then Adam and Eve messed it up big time. And it's an inherited disease that we have now right through history. And God said, I've got to come back and break this. I've got to break this so I can get back with my people. And he's the only one who could have done it. Because there isn't another person on planet Earth who has the pure blood, who is perfect, who could die in our place for our sin. Because we're all so tainted, we'd only be able to pay for our own and even then not adequately by Mm. a long shot. It had to be him or it wouldn't happen at all. Doesn't that make you just sort of suck your breath in a little bit? It's It's amazing, amazing. isn't it? It sure is. And he told us. I know we were talking before, but I have to say it. The more I've studied this and the more I look at Scripture, the more the Bible is so logical. God said, I'm going to do this, and I'm going to do this, and I'm going to do this, and I'm going to do it this way, and this is going to be the result. And then when it happens, we go, nah, I don't, you know. <laughs> he's, he's told us ahead of time what he was going to do, and then he did it, and he did it through the person of Yeshua. Jesus, our Mashiach and Messiah. Well, that brings today's program to a close, but a reminder that you can listen back to today's episode and others that you might have missed via our website or your favorite podcast app. Just search Foundations with Mandy and Robbo to find it or go to the website vision.org.au forward slash foundations. We look forward to you joining us again next time as we desire to understand the Jewish cultural, historical and spiritual context of the Word of God on Foundations. This has been Foundations, a look at the Jewish foundations of our Christian faith. For study notes, resources and more, see vision.org.au slash foundations. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au. 